This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he scores! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher, back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to The Debate Show. This is the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. Uh, if listening to the recording of this and you're wondering how you can get involved, then just follow us on Twitter at WTIDpod and you'll see when we go live with the Twitter space. Uh, if you want to have your say, then press the microphone icon on the bottom left and request to talk. Uh, it really is that simple. You can also tweet us as well if you want and obviously we'll read a few of them out throughout the show uh, if you are invited up to speak uh, and you want to take part in further discussions then just use the hand emoji uh, that lets me know if you want to add anything and i'll come to you it just makes it a little bit easier uh, as always i'm joined by liam russell uh, liam mate how are you all right evening mate i'm good pal how are you all right yeah all uh all sound now uh, it looks like giles is here as well so he might be joining us uh, a little bit later all down in uh South End head of Grimsby's match against uh, South End tomorrow in the National League. So uh, hopefully we'll get on in uh, in a bit. Um, I think obviously the main topic of discussion will be the state of the pitch. Um, obviously the postponement yesterday. Obviously we you know you confused as to why it took forty minutes to call the match off when it looked pretty obvious at half past five that it that it weren't going ahead. You know, were you one of those that, um, you know, whereabouts were you when it got called off? Uh, had you already set off to the ground? Let us know, get involved. We can talk about, like I said, the pitch itself. I mean, it didn't look great against Rotherham. You know, whose fault was that? Groundsman, chairman, just one of those things. You know, do let us know. I mean, we can also talk about the defeat against Rotherham at the weekend. Obviously, further injuries and um, wait for it, whether it's time for Saido Berahino to have a run in the side. Yes, you heard me, you heard me right. <laughs> uh, obviously, we'll get onto that later. Um, what's what's your take on that, Liam? Um, you know the whole um, pit, pitch saga. It's just 
it is what it is, isn't it? Games get called off all the time. It's not the first time, and I doubt it'll be the last time. It's you know it it, and the thing is, it's like number one, call it off earlier. People go, oh, it's stopped raining now. It can dry out. You know, uh, it go it goes ahead when the pitch is crap. Three players get injured. People will grumble at that. Why has it gone ahead? So. Yeah, you're damned, if, you're damned you know, if you're doing. You're damned if, if you're and, doing. And it's not the really. club. It's not the club who call it off. It's the officials, and it, you know, it's those guys that make the call. And I'm guessing it's the league or them that set the time of when the original pitch inspection was. And you know, well, I think that's, I think that's the time that when the when the officials got there, weren't it? Half, half past five. I don't know where they where they came from. Um, but you know they're not local or they're not just around around the corner. And like I said, it is it's their decision, isn't it, to to call the game off? I mean, I'm sure we'd have been happy to um, to have the game called off given the the injuries and well, yeah, and exactly, like exactly. And and it's like I don't know. There's all different. Like, oh, it's on the river, and I've seen all sorts this, that, and the <laughs> other. And yeah, but it isn't it. It's more likely to hold water than I don't know. I'm not an expert, but hey, t- also, talk about I'm experts. Just... There's, there's quite a lot of experts on Twitter. Like, well, of course, there is. <laughs> <laughs> where people have been going off. To be fair, well, to be fair, I've just watched an interesting video um, on YouTube that a chap's put up. Is it Chef Cam or something? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, it. About the sunlight and how the stands obstruct the sunlight, and it's it's interesting to be fair. Is that because what, um, b- what? Because we're massive. Is that is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how do these other grounds go on then? Like, you know. Well, what he goes on to say, like, obviously the newer grounds, like Arsenal, it was, you know, it's got, uh, I don't know, PVC. I don't know if it's PVC, but you know what I mean. It's got translucent roof panels and the tops of the stands let light in so the whole pitch gets light throughout whereas we've got an old ground that we can't pick up and shift or alter or whatever else so it kind of is what it is there's a ground and, somewhere i don't know which one it is it might be the, it might be the tottenham ground as well that that new one where where the pitch like slides under the stand and it and it goes outside to, you know to, for that exact reason so uh you know so so they can um the pitch gets the sunlight. But yeah, I just think like I think that. everyone's slating ground staff. I think it's just a bit, you know. Yeah, there's know. been there's been plenty of games in the past and at different level grounds getting called off for, you know, for waterlogged pitch or whatever. Yeah. And you know, I don't think it'll be the I don't think it'll be the last one to to do so either. So I know, I know exactly uh, what you mean, Giles. Are you, are you there, mate? Are you, uh, are you are you talking? How are you, mate? You're right. <laughs> He's there. Look, how are you, mate? You're all right. Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. Yeah, how, how does Grimsby fare? Because I mean, we're complaining that we're next to a river. I mean, God's sake, you're next to the sea, aren't you? Out over there. Do you know what Grimsby's pitch? It's not too bad. There's just one side again, like similar to what Liam was talking about. Um, I can't remember what stand it is, but on the on one side, it's quite poor. To be fair, it gets really damp, really wet, um, and very soft. But I think they're trying to do some work on it. But again, it's 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 very difficult, you know, when you're during the season to to fix the problem. Yeah, I mean, you must have played on some god awful pitches in your time. I mean, you were you were yeah. talking the other day, weren't you, about what were it? Um, where have you Motherwell. played? Motherwell, that way, yeah. Oh, it was, honestly, it was just like on the beach. It was the sand. It was literally, it was literally just like playing on the sand. <laughs> 
Christ. How are you, mate? Anyway, you're all right. What's, what, yeah, how was the, was how was the trip down to... Uh... Oh, it was long. It was long. I'm just in the room now. It was long. It took us about four and a half, five hours or something. Christ. Stupid. Just for one game of football, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be very windy tomorrow, isn't it? So we're looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, he says it's going to be... Um, yeah, advised not to travel and things like that, not to even go out your house. So right, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, well, let's... let's uh, get on with the discussions obviously before we do that um some of you'll seen that um there's a new supporters group that's popped up in recent weeks and i just want to bring up adam who's behind the, the newly founded uh SWFC armed forces supporters group uh, just get a little bit uh, know a little bit more about it you know why they've set it up uh, what they're planning on doing uh adam uh, thanks for agreeing to come on to the debate show mate how are you, you all right yeah, no problem. I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm right. See, you just had a, a call with the club, aren't you? Earlier on today, how did how did that go? Or can't you say? Uh, we have, yeah. So we were in uh, comms over the last couple of days with the community project side of the club. Um, so the the charitable arm. Um, so it's our hope and intention to be in communication with those and with the commercial side of the club to achieve what we'd like to achieve. And the call went really well, if I'm honest. Magic, nice one. So, so tell me, Adam, why, why have you decided to set up the, uh, you know, the, the Armed Forces Supporters Club in, in the first place? Um, it's a mixture of reasons, really, but <clears throat> the pro- predominant one being um, there's a lot of Armed Forces supporters in our fan base and the vast majority of currently serving forces members are often away from home for long periods of time, so can feel quite disconnected with football. Um, being away, having been away myself, it's one of the few things that keeps you feeling sane and reminding you of home. So I thought it a good idea, me and Adam, would set it up so that on match days, when everyone's here, we'd all be able to meet up, have a drink, and have a, a bunch of like-minded people together to just enjoy times. Yeah, Coinciding I mean- with that, there's some community stuff that we can do as well. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what's your background then? Like military, I take it. Um... Yeah, so I'm currently serving in the uh, in the RAF. Uh, six and a half years into my service as an aircraft engineer. Um, Adam, my colleague, has been in the navy and he's currently in the army now in the AGC. So we've got a, a plethora of experience across the services um, to be able to provide support for people if they need it and experience in different areas. Yeah, imagine. I mean, like, you know, it comes to like mental health and why it's quite big in it. You know, in the military, you've already mentioned there, you can be away from your family for for quite some long period of time, can't you? And, and perhaps see some things that you perhaps don't want to see as as well. So, so yeah, it's it's you know, it's good that you're you know that you that you're doing this. Like you said, like minded people got you know a lot of things in common and stuff like that. I mean, are you? I've had a look. You've nearing the seven hundred followers mark on Twitter. I don't know if you've surpassed that yet or not. But are you amazed by how people have taken to it so far? Uh, I am, to be honest. I'm really grateful for all the followers that we've got. I mean, I've not seen a single negative comment towards us so far. Everyone seems to be supportive of the idea, and I think it's quite good, especially in our area, to set something like this up because it is a working class area. We're a bunch of working class people, and that's what the armed forces caters for. So we've got a lot of people in our area uh, who are currently serving and ex-serving because that's something that I don't feel gets enough attention by a lot of football clubs. You know, the club itself does a fantastic job in supporting current armed forces with offering armed forces discounts in certain areas, but the veterans are forgotten about. And that's something that we're wanting to do. We're wanting to 
to bring that back to light and mention to the club, you know, they've done their time, but they still deserve the rec- you know, the recognition for what they've done. Um, and yeah, back to the mental health stuff that you said, that that's something that we really want to push. You know, we want to create links with armed forces charities such as SAFA and the Veterans Charity and the Royal British Legion and try and do something with them, even if it's just getting communication with them so that if people come to us and they're struggling, we've got a point of contact that we can hand them off to. Yeah, I mean, what what are the plans then for the for the future with this uh, supporters group? There, you mentioned, you know, about you know going for a pint before the match and and things like that. Is any anything else that you that you're planning on doing? Yeah, massively. So our, our hope is that we can get in communication uh, and work closer with the club with the commercial side to be able to create a, a, an official membership group because then we're able to actually get members and give them a membership number. We can account for how many people we've got under our wing. And then we can start going into volunteering for charity work because we know how many people we've got to work with. We'll be able to do local charity events, even if it's just volunteering at food banks and at homeless shelters, stuff like that, that affects the local community so they can get an idea of what the Armed Forces is about and the core ethos values and standards that we hold. Um, And then there's the more far-reaching stuff of, like I say, supporting the members of the Armed Forces that are fans. So just giving them a support network so that if they're struggling or going through tough times, they know that they've got people that they can call friends and contact. Magic. Um, do, do you get to many games then, Adam, uh, at the moment? I, I do, yeah. I'm, I'm a season ticket holder. Um, I'm quite fortunate in the fact, I mean, I, I'm working at Bryce Norton, but work for me is Monday to Friday, so it's like yeah. any other job. But for a lot of people, it's not. So I'm in quite a fortunate position where I can go and I've got, you know, over 800 season ticket points. I go home and away. I love it. But there's a lot of people who would love to have that chance who can't because they're in Iraq or they're in Mali or they're in America. I mean, that one's not too bad. But you know, the point being, <laughs> yeah. they can't go. Um, so, yeah. Good, good stuff. Well, Adam, obviously stick around. Obviously, I'll, I'll come to you, you know, a few times. You know, if you get your opinion on uh, on a few things as we as we go along. Uh, obviously, if anyone else wants to get involved as well, do exactly what Luke and Dimmy's done and uh, request a talk, and we'll uh, we'll bring you uh, we'll bring you up. Uh, whilst whilst I've got you, Adam, then so what what's your take on the whole pitch saga and um, and you know the the fact that the match got called off? There's loads of things flying around that you know they're not. You know, we spent all this money on this pitch, and and you know, four or five years ago, and look at it now, it's in, it's in a right state. What's your what's your take on it all? Um, I'm a little bit confused as to how the pitch is allowed to be get to that to get to that state. Um, a state of the art pitch that's cost us a million quid that everyone keeps going on about. Doesn't matter how much you spend on the pitch if you don't put a cover over it to stop rain getting on it. Um, they knew the weather was going to be as bad as it was. I'm confused why that wasn't done. But I did notice on the photos that were put up by a couple of people who were at the game early that it didn't look like there were many ground staff trying to clear the pitch. Now, is that a brainwave by the club thinking we've got a lot of injuries and we can potentially extend the game to a point where we might have some players back? I don't know. Yeah, certainly. I mean, is, is that what you is that what you think? Do you th- I mean, if 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 it was the case. I mean, why not? I mean, we've we have got we have got quite a few injuries, haven't we, at the moment? I think eleven eleven players are um are out currently. So would would that Yeah, hundred percent. Not- uh, it would definitely benefit us to not have to play it now. I mean, even if the rumours about Hutchinson are true, the stuff about Mendes Lang is Gregory's not far away from returning. If we can play this game in the middle of March instead of the middle of February, we've got three players back. 
I know it's an act of God that it rains, but to then not clear the pitch, that seems quite tactical, and I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, like I said, stick, stick around, Adam. I'll uh, I'll come to you in a bit. I just want to come to Dimmy. Uh, you were the first uh, first one, mate. Dimmy, how are you? How's things? Very good, my man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. We obviously uh, living in Canada. You didn't set off to the match, but uh, was you was you as frustrated as quite a lot of the other people were that uh, the match got called off yesterday? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I set my calendar, my work calendar, because obviously I'm like four hours behind, so it's three forty-five in the afternoon for me. So I set my work calendar around the games, right? Like cancel meetings and move meetings. I'm like, <laughs> I have. I don't have much of a life, but uh, I watch all the Wednesday games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what's your? T- I mean, the pitch looked bad on Sunday, didn't it, against Rotherham? Like, it would. Yeah, it would. Ov- it's kind of obvious when we got the rain that you know the game were going to be in jeopardy, weren't it, last night? Yeah, I mean, I can't really speak too much for the weather because obviously I'm not there. But just looking at the pitch, I mean. You know, I'm sure the groundsmen know what they're doing uh, looking after the pitch. Um, do they need more financial input into it, more equipment? I, you know, I honestly don't know what the answer is. I think every pitch at this time of year gets uh, chews up a little bit, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, I honestly c- couldn't tell you what the answer is around around the pitch. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's one of those things, especially with playing so many home games in a row, the pitch just isn't getting that break that it needs uh, on a weekly basis, you know. I mean, obviously, when we got that new pitch, what twenty fifteen sixteen, I think season, I think it was. I mean, it looked good for that for that year, but I must admit, I've not been that impressed with the, with the pitch. I mean, I've seen there's been other pitches that I've seen, all right, albeit like on the telly and what have you, and they look good. And then you come to Hillsbury, it, it has been looking a bit ropey for for quite some time. And I don't know if that comes across on on the pictures that you're watching, Dimmy at all. Yeah, I was watching the Rotherham game and it was. I remember uh, Banner making a challenge and it's like, oh my word, he's going to slide for days. Like, it's just uh, absolutely no friction there. And like, you know, you, at the beginning of the season, like when the pitch is kind of fresh, you, you look at the players and there's grass stains on them and, and no mud, right? But then after the Rotherham game, they were like, looked like a Sunday league team had been playing. Do you know what I mean? With the amount of mud and crap on the shirts and stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a tough one though. I mean, obviously, Darren Moore's already spoken about the pitch. He spoke, I don't know if it was before the Rotherham game, um, saying that you know he's, he's not impressed with it and you know it it doesn't really suit our our style of play. I mean, is he is he right to come out publicly, start slating the what the what the pitch looks like? I mean, he's going to have to answer to Chancery for that one, isn't he? I mean, it it'd be interesting to see if they put any uh, investment into the pitch in the in the off season right um so it i think needs that, it. i think it's important yeah no absolutely i don't i don't know how the system works i know it's like supposed to be like state of the art and synthetic but i can't even see any synthetic fibers sticking out it looks just like complete mud well the, I, honestly the, the, don't that, know. I think i think those synthetic fibers are the only bits that you can actually see to be fair <laughs> that's, oh, the, really? that's I, the only yeah. green bit you can't see that on the tv right? well, I, I don't i don't know for certain. i've not got that i've not got that close to uh to have a look at it, but um, but yeah, and Dimmy, stay with us. Obviously, I just want to come to Luke. Uh, Luke, mate, how are you? You all right? Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, was you on your way to the game yesterday when it got called off? Um, no, I was. I was actually at home. I, luckily, I'm only 15 minute drive away from the stadium, so it's uh, it's not too bad for myself. Uh, what, what was your take on it all? I mean, like like I've just been saying, there, it looked bad on on Sunday. Um, 
it was pretty inevitable after the rain that we had yesterday that it, 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 the pitch wasn't going to be in a good in a good shape. But are you disappointed in in how it looked? Because I mean, when you look around the other, um, you know, the other teams in the league, the, the, their pitches aren't half as bad as this one. All right, Fleetwood that looked awful, but uh, and Burton did as well. To be fair, <laughs> but not but not all of them look like that, do they? No, there's there's only been a few that from obviously a couple of teams that we've played recently where you've you've looked at it and thought, you know, it's not it's not doing too it's not looking too good. But as I say, when you look at the state of ours, it's it's nothing compared to to, to that really. And I don't think you can blame the the uh, you know the the pitch staff massively. You know, there's only so much you can really do with a pitchfork. I mean, I don't know what it takes to obviously keep a pitch in, in good shape, but I mean. It's obviously whatever we're doing, it's not not working. I don't know whether we had have drainage or not. I, I haven't got a clue. But you know, like like Demi said, there's there's been a lot of home games, and in a short period of time, FA Youth Cup, there's been a lot of games on there. So I can understand and see why. But you know, I mean, you just have to look at the. I mean, look at look at Wednesday. We had so much torrential rain that that was a enormous amount of rain to come down in a short period of time. So. I don't think you can blame the the staff too much on that one. Yeah, I mean, also you know we spent a lot of money on the on the pitch not so long ago. Do you think it's just a case of lack of you know? Do you think Chancery's perhaps you know turned turned it down a bit in terms of like the investment on on the pitch? I know some people have been saying, obviously they wheel those big lights that that go on the pitch to obviously help the growth and what have you. People are saying that they've not seen that this season where they have done in in other seasons gone by. Do you think that's do you think that's just down to the fact that we haven't got as much money as we had before? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say, isn't it? I mean, with this obviously going down, you know, you don't know where they've had to cut costs. That's that's the only problem. So you don't know whether, you know, in, in terms of the pitch, that's, you know, that department's had a had a, had a massive cut. Um, and as I say, it doesn't, I, I can't remember who said, but it, it didn't look like there were a massive amount of groundsmen um, trying to 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 treat treat the pitch and, and get it better, but as I say, it's a fifty fifty. I mean, it might be a, a blessing in disguise. You know, a couple more days for the players to rest, a um, bit more time for some players to come back in from injuries. So, you know, it might be a blessing, really. Yeah, hundred percent. You're not you're not seeing the current energy crisis mapping. I think he's uh, <laughs> he's he's getting ready for his lucky billing. Quite hard lights on it. Quite quite possibly, yeah. I've not, not really thought of that one. Yeah, but Chancery has got millions, and he's uh, he's you know he, that's not a problem to him. Now, you know, in all in all seriousness, though, I mean, I, I don't know how much it costs to to run a, a pitch. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how much it costs to to maintain him and, and, and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure it costs quite quite a bit. You know, it's not like it's not like me. I mean, I I don't even put any grass on my lawn on back garden let alone on a on a pitch like that but uh... i mean i think i think the thing is as well i don't know i've seen some people say no i went past other day and lights have been on and all this on other bit there's no better than thing is like if if you know like the amount of games we have had on it and it's you know it's been quite wet this month and whatever else if a pitch gets torn up you're not gonna you know, it needs sun and whatever else for grass to grow back. It's not going to grow back. In middle of got, <laughs> Well, and when you're playing Saturday, you're playing Tuesday, you're playing Saturday again. Let's be realistic, <laughs> you know. It's... But are we forgetting, Liam, are we forgetting like, how much rain there was yesterday, by the way? There oh, was yeah, a no, ridiculous I... amount of rain yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, on top of on top of all the other games that we've played at home, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just like, of course, listen, I know the pitch 100% should be better for the, you know, for where Sheffield Wednesday have been and uh, uh, and the club and, and in, in general, the pitch has to be better for Sheffield Wednesday, 100%. But yesterday, I think it was ridiculous. Like, the rain was crazy. And the reason why I think, I don't know who, I'm not sure who was speaking earlier. Um, they were talking about, there wasn't, they, they saw a picture with not many groundsmen helping out or something but I heard that the pit, the, the game was always going to be called off from I think from three four o'clock the game was going to be called off but what they had to do they had to wait until Accrington had arrived to actually call it off I know there was a pitch inspection at half five but they knew the game was going to be called off yeah it's um that's that, that's obviously the EFL rules isn't it that uh, you've got to they've got to wait and you know and wait for the um you know the, the referees and what have you to make that decision. We the club can't can't make that decision. But yeah, it, it looked it looked evident, re, you know, early on that it, that it was going to be called off. I mean, have you played on you know um, games where you think this should get called off this this game and and they've gone ahead, Giles? Yeah, definitely. There's we played on many in many games where because uh, I think how they do it is is they roll the ball right. Yeah, you know the referee goes on and if the ball can roll, then it's playable, right? But I've played in so many games where, where the ball just stops. So <laughs> yeah. it is a bit of a catch-22, isn't it? But yesterday, definitely looking at the, the pitches, uh, yeah, for me, it was the it was definitely the right call. But I think also it wasn't just only the pitch being terrible. I think you've also got to think of the, the safety of the fans, right? If it's all wet and slippery and and the conditions are that bad, you, you do have to think of health and safety as well. Well, Penniston Road's pretty much like the River Don. When it when it rains, yeah. it, you know I mean? there's the puddles everywhere, um, on on there, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I heard rumours that Accrington, you know, wanted the game to to go ahead. They probably fancied the t- chances on a on a bit of a ropey pitch as well, which probably, yeah, obviously we definitely didn't want it to go ahead. It, do, do the clubs have any say in whether the game goes ahead, or is it just is it literally the the, the officials? I'm not sure to be honest. I think the referee has to speak to both managers. Uh, I saw both managers walking on the pitch, but you could see it wasn't playable. There was puddles all over the place. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that bit yeah, down near the south it stand is gonna, awful, isn't it? Gonna, yeah, terrible. It was never going to, you know, it was never going to go ahead. No problems. Um, cheers for that, uh, Luke. Uh, Liam, I'm just going to come to you, mate. Um, what what do you have to say regarding the whole state of the pitch saga? Good evening, lads. You all right? Yeah, cheers, mate. Hey, yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Just got home from work. Good, good. Yeah, so what's your, what's your say on the whole pitch saga? Yeah, I think it's a bit of an embarrassment, if I'm being honest. Um, before this run of games that we had, we didn't have a home game for nearly two months. So I don't really know why it's in such a state. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't you... look great, does it? No, I mean, yeah, you know, I think you mentioned it before, it's, you know, close to the River Don and everything else. It, it can be hard to maintain than pitches that aren't. And obviously we know because of that, it's in, a, it's in a difficult location. We saw that with the floods back in 2007 when it was like a swimming pool. Yeah, but the thing is, we, we, I saw that uh, someone saying the same, like, oh, it's close to a river, of course it's going to struggle and things like that, but how does Knott's Forest cope? How does Fulham yeah, but, cope? Fulham, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they've probably had games called off in the past. I know it's, I don't know. 
for me, it's a bit of a. <laughs> I know it's just one. It's just one of those. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's probably Dimmy. Dimmy wants to have his have his say, and I think we'll probably uh, move on uh, to the next topic. There's only so much you can talk about grass and groundsmen and stuff. So go on, Dimmy. What's uh, what do you want to have to say? Uh, it's more a question for Giles, really. Uh, Giles, as the as the pitch deteriorates throughout the season, does, do the players kind of like? Obviously, it's beneficial, I guess, for the home team. But do the players kind of get used to playing on on the pitch as it's deteriorating more, or because they're training on different surface, it it does it, it it's hard for the players too, if if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand what you mean, but to be honest with you, it's it's not nice. I've, I spoke to a few of the players, and they've said it's it's horrible to play on. Um, they they basically said it's it it's very hard underneath when you see that it's cutting up. They said it's rock, and they, and when I spoke to one of the players, he said he thinks that's one of the reasons why they're getting so much so many injuries. And obviously, I said, but what about all the other players that are playing on it? They don't get injured. And he said, yeah, but I'm just saying what how I feel. He was just talking about him, and he just said for his body, he said that the the pitch is dreadful. The the players don't like the pitch. Um, so definitely the pitch needs fixing a hundred percent. They need to sort it, whether that's like, like someone else said, whether that's more investment into it, which for me, I think that's what, what it comes down to. Um, I think it's, it's down to money at the end of the day, the more money you pump into it, the better standard of the, of the pitch will be. So what you're saying there, um, a chance here is bought his pitch off wish.com. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Cause I think he did. I think, <laughs> I think it's right. You, like we did spend a million pounds on it, right? Four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, uh, maybe a million pounds isn't enough. If that's what the pitch is after a million pounds, then maybe we need two million to sp- uh, sp- spending on it. Well, uh, it it's so- definitely needs something doing. So it's, that's, the problem is now we're half, well, much not slightly, but more than halfway through the season. You can't do anything, can you, until until the last yeah. last balls? Yeah, kicked. no, hundred. But but what I would say is, of course, it comes back to my point: the pitch needs sorting, hundred percent. But if we're just talking about yesterday. I think that was just the conditions were ridiculous, right? I think that was just kind of a one-off. I don't think any games have been called off this season before, have they? Not for the not for uh, the, not for a waterlog pitch. I think. We're, we're, yeah. Uh, so when, when were the so, when were the pitch frozen? That was was that last season? I can't remember now. Yeah, I was going to say but, that. But um, you, you know what I mean, right? I'm saying that it's not like this happens every time it rains. This was just a kind of a one-off where it was a storm. And it was a bad storm. Yeah, I think we're forgetting it was a storm as well. Where it went just a bit, of, think, a yeah, bit of drizzle. So I think, I think like people need to understand that, right? It was, it was just the kind of one-off yesterday where the game had to be called off, right? But yeah, in general, the pitch we all know the pitch needs to be better. Yeah, go on, Liam. What were you gonna say? No, I was just saying when Giles said was saying then about the, he said obviously they were saying that it feels quite like solid under, under foot. I don't know when you know like when. So I think someone retweeted or I'd seen a snippet, you know, from when we did relay the pitch in 2015 or whenever it was. Yeah. And it said that, like, the the, the ground under the pitch is quite hard because it used to be a floodplain or it was, I don't the know, river whatever. Bed, I think it said or something. Yeah, yeah. So it said it was quite... So unless, yeah, I don't know how much they dug out or whatever else, but it's just what we're stuck with, basically. <laughs> Without, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I think unless you, unless you, I don't know. But I'm sure with more money that can be sorted. Yeah, yeah, but it depends how far down you've got to dig and whatever else. I don't know if it's not knock it down, build it, build a new one, knock it down. Go, go on, Liam. <laughs> Other Liam, what do you want to have to say? 
No, and just uh, this is a question for George. Really. I don't know if he was part of the squad. The we played. I think it was a game against Wigan, uh, and the game got abandoned because because of the rain. And remember, then the pitch then was pretty bad. Oh, I can't remember. I'm not sure I was playing in that. Was that was that home? Yeah. 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 Uh, we definitely at home. Yeah, I might not have been playing in that. I can't. I can't really remember, Liam. To be honest with you, mate. No, I can't. Uh, I can't recall recall that one. What, no. what year? What year was that in? Uh, I think it was 2013, 2014. I think it was definitely under Stuart Gray, I think. I remember seeing yeah, a video popping up. Possibly. I can't remember. You might be right. No problem. Right, well, I'm I think... surprised James hasn't got the stats on that. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I can't remember every single game, Giles. Come on, give me <laughs> give me a break, mate. Give me a break. Um, let's, let's move on then. Let's, um, let's talk about... Let, let's talk about Berahino, shall we? Let's have a uh, let's let's have a chat about about him. Um, about your best mate. About my best mate, Sido Berahino. Yeah, um, I'll come to to Liam first. Like Liam, like obviously the game didn't go ahead on on Wednesday. Um, it looks like likely that uh, Gregory might be back this this weekend. But looking at the options that we've got, do you not think that? It's perhaps time for Sido Berahino to to have a bit of a run in the side. I mean, I just look looking. He's had sixteen appearances, one goal, two assists. Um, the last time he played, he got seventeen minutes against Morecambe, which were four games ago. The last time he started, well, the last time he played before that was Shrewsbury. He played the full ninety minutes, um, and then before that, it was Lincoln back in the twenty third of October. That was his last last start. All right, we've not been impressed with with what he's done so far, but there's got to be a player in there, surely, hasn't there? Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, we've got we've got no other options. We've, we're limited up front at the moment, so yeah, I think he deserves an opportunity. I mean, he's only scored the one goal. I think that was on his debut as well. Uh, that was his home his home debut. Yeah, he played he played against Plymouth. He came on. Uh, and then he uh, then he started against Shrewsbury and scored that header where we, I must admit I thought oh, we've got we've got a player here, um, <laughs> but yeah obviously things have not gone quite right. But you know when you look at the other options we've got, I mean obviously Mendes Lang's now injured, so we can't we can't play play that one. But you know the the other players you know the Sal Canberra, Patterson they've not really done it either, have they? No, they haven't. And I think we've obviously he's an out-and-out striker as well. Um, so I think he deserves an opportunity to show what he can do. No we've, we've got we've got no one else. Yeah, I'm going to come to uh, Adam uh, in a second, but it's good to uh, well, yeah, Adam from the Armed Forces. Yeah, Adam, how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. What's your take on um, Berahino then? Personally, I think we've got to take the punt on him for a few games. Um, I saw, um, as I'm sure everyone else did, the game on Sunday against Rotherham, and I I like Patterson. I think he's a he's a player that plays with his heart on his sleeve. He'll give you 100 in a game, but he's not a centre forward. Uh, the the bloke Agreed. isn't a centre forward. Um, I I don't I don't think Camberry's quite up to being a goal scoring striker that we need. Um, he's not a Gregory and I don't think Gregory's massively clinical but he's not on Gregory's level so I think we've got to take a punt on him because otherwise we're just scrounging around with second strikers all the time Yeah, I mean do, do, I, I, I would have thought Accrington in midweek would have been a, a perfect time for him to start I mean, if Gregory's back at the weekend do you think Gregory and um, and Berahino would be a front two or would you go with someone else? 
personally, for Saturday, uh, I'd like to see Berahino and Sol up top. Um, I, I know I've got quite a few friends who absolutely rave over so, and a couple have called him the uh, Dutch Ronaldo. Uh, I'm not quite sure I buy into that, but I think I think I'd rather see him given a start and given a shot because the last time that he was given a sh- given a start, he didn't particularly do all that much. But the game before at Plymouth, he was brilliant. So, is it just lack of consistent game time? Possibly, I think that's been the case of for, for most players this season. That inconsistency, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. Cheers, cheers, Adam. I'm gonna gonna, gonna come to uh, Adam Delamore now. Where uh, he's been waiting for a, for a while. Uh, Adam, mate, how are you? All right. Are you there, Adam? You're on mute. Whilst he's just sorting himself out, I'll come, Luke, uh, you've got your hand up there, mate. Um, what do you want to have to say on the whole Sado Berahino? Should he start? Well, I think if there was ever a time to shine, now is it. Um, because I think I'm quite nervous right now just because I, I, I can't see where the goals are going to come from. And I think now we need them more than ever if we're going to, you know, if we're going to push for push for that playoffs. And I just, yeah, I just can't see where the goals are going to come from other than the midfield. Yeah, obviously, Gregory looks like he, he could be back this weekend obviously there'd be quite a lot of pressure on him won't it to to hit the ground running we've been speaking on on this pod quite a few for quite a few weeks especially around the Canberra situation saying um you know he's he's harsh on him to to say that he's and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Played poorly when he's been out for so for so long. Do, do we need to give Gregory that sort of leeway or do we need to hit him, you know, hit the ground running on on Saturday? I mean, if he's, if, if he's fit and, and he's available, get him in there and put Berahino in there with him. I'm sure more will have a chat, a one-to-one with Berahino and say, look, Now's your time to shine. We need you. Go and prove yourself. So, you know, I'm sure you'll have that chat with him. And hopefully, I will like you on when he played that uh, first home game and um, and he scored from that corner. And we were all going mental thinking, oh, we've signed a right player here. And, uh, and then it kind of fizzled out from there. But I'm, I'm hoping he can he can kind of pull it together and and then shine for the last part of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um... Cheers for that, uh, Luke. Uh, Liam Russell, this one. We, we, why do we keep getting people with the same name on uh, on this whole time? It makes, <laughs> makes it so difficult. Go on. Uh, we, You know what my thoughts are on, on Berahino, but d- d- does he need a bit of a run? I just, well, I, I 
we were discussing it uh, yesterday, weren't we, before the game? And um, yeah, no one else is lighting it up, are they? Give them a pop. What? What can we? What? What have we got to lose? You know what I mean? We just need. We need a str- I mean, I know Gregory's coming back and whatever else. Um, uh, but you know, like someone said, he's not. I mean, he's more clinical than the strikers we've got. But I wouldn't say he's like. The mo- Do you know what I mean? I, I, have to agree with, need- I have to agree with Luke, really, when, you know, where the goal's going to come from. Um, I mean, I've got that down as another as another point. I mean, goals from from open play. I mean, all right, we didn't score against Rotherham. We scored against Wigan, but it took a penalty for us to for us to get that goal. Um, Ipswich, we only managed one goal or a good goal from uh, from Johnson. Um, he's, he's, I, I know we have... The thing, sp- is, the, the thing is, we've got... We've had us, you know, like we're kind of like, oh, we need some midfielders to chip in. We've had that now. We need a striker. We need a striker to pipe up because normally it's like, oh, you know, striker will get one, midfielder will get one, or striker will get two. And do you know what I mean? But we need, <laughs> we need that striker who's who's getting the goals, don't we? So we've been missing um, that that striker for for so long, haven't we? Like I, I thought Gregory was going to be it. Obviously, he's, he's had injuries, hasn't he? So that's kind of. Not helped. Um, the only thing is, I'd I'd like to. I'm hoping that you know we we spoke at the weekend about how Darren Moore's not been rushing into bringing people back. He wants people to be fully fit. You know, he don't want to rush them into into playing. I'm I'm just hoping that that that's the same with Lee Gregory, and he's not. You know, yeah, he'll he, be back for the season rather than yeah, not, it, you know, yeah, rather than three. Obviously, or four unless games. unless something <laughs> we yeah, have more yeah. bad luck and something else happens, but. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just going to bring Ben on. Ben, mate, how are you? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Guard yourselves. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Are, are you concerned about the the lack of goals? You know, when 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 we line up, are you thinking where, where the goals going to come from? Because on Saturday against Rotherham, both Patterson and, and Mendes Lang, I, I weren't look, I weren't too confident of them both scoring a goal. No, not from not from like Mendes Lang being up top. I, I, like I say, I think he even tried to drift out wide a few times, didn't he? And I think Patterson flipped ball on and turned to him just to say, like, what are you doing out there? Do you know what I mean? Why are you not, why are you not running behind me sort of thing? So, yeah, you look at lineup and you, you're not confident unless you've got Windass and Gregory starting. So you kind of just, players are going to be coming on that or starting that you, you wouldn't want to start a game, but that's all we've got. But Berahino, for me, just he's just not the... He's just not the guy for me. I know people say, "Oh, you've got to give him time. He's got to have a chance." But I don't. I don't think he's like in sync with players. Like, I think when we played um, more, coming one two nil, and he come on and he're on left hand side with Johnson, and like Johnson passed the ball to him, and he just went out for a throwing or a goal kick, and he just weren't on that level. Do you know what I mean? He just weren't. I don't know. He just he just weren't. His brain weren't connected with other players. He just seems just wanders around like an headless chicken. Yeah, but I mean, I, the the only thing is, I don't know, as as a player, is he not think, you know, like now, like what uh, what Luke said, it, it it's his chance, isn't it? Really, like the other strikers aren't aren't scoring. Mendes Lang, who's been you know a winger's been picked in front in front of uh, in front of him, who is an out and out striker to play up front. Patterson, who is a I don't want to say makeshift striker because he's played up there, you know, more than he has played in any other positions. But you know, it, it's it's probably a bit disheartening for him, but. Darren Moore has come out and said that you know he's impressed with what he's doing in training. For me, that's just a uh, like a, a little bit of an indicator that he's probably going to be playing some part 
uh, of the of the rest of the season, whether or not that's 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 this weekend. But you know, you mentioned there about he didn't look you know part of him. What have you he played like fifteen minutes against against Morecambe? He'd not played in the the three games before that. Do, do you not think that a run in the side? You no, know, we've been saying that for for me, you know many players that they need a run in the side. Do you not think that now is the time to give Sado Berahino that that other chance? I mean, look, if you don't if you don't do it now. Then fair enough. Like let's, it is what it is. But do you not think that's that it? Yeah, and, and and like I say, if if he, if he gets a run in and he, he, he takes his chance, then good luck to him. Do you know what I mean? But for me, from what I see when I'm watching game, I just don't think it's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Who would you want up top then um, <laughs> this weekend? Um, well, you know, I know people have the doubts about Patterson and that, but for, for me, I, I like a player that puts a shift in, do you know what I mean? And I think Wednesday fans like a, um, a fan, that a, a player that, that puts a shift in, do you know what I mean? And I don't think Berahino's that one to to put a shift in and chase goalkeeper down and chase defender down and, do you know what I mean? A high-press kind of sort of striker. But we haven't got anyone, have we? So, again, for me, i just put any two rooms. I, 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 just, I, just, I just think they're all as bad as each other when you... Look at like Camberry and Sal and Berahino. Do you know what I mean? I don't think one of them's better than other. You said there about you know you know you like players that put themselves about and stuff. We mentioned the same for Camberry. Like, we, we, do we not need more than that though? Do do we not need an end product? I mean, Patterson. Oh, yeah, we need we need massively massively need more than that. But we haven't got that, have we? So we would rather have someone like Berahino on pitch who just swans around and not do all. Or would rather have someone who puts a shift in and puts people under pressure and forces someone into a mistake. I'd rather have someone that puts ball in back in there, to be perfectly honest. Exactly. Same here, mate. Do you know what I mean? And I'd love to have Windass and Gregory fit from, do you know what I mean, to do that from next week. But I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not a Berahino fan. And, you know, he might bang an hat-trick in on Saturday and I might change my mind. But for me, from when I look at him and his work effort and that, for me, it's just, just not there. So, and, and, he's, and, and again, he's that sort of player. He's got a contract. His contract might run out. And then he's going to go to another team and get paid exactly the same money, if not more, than what he's got paid at Sheffield Wednesday. So he's not bothered, is he? That's probably why he's not bothered. And that happens, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? You see players that do that. He's he's not bothered if he don't play another game. He will be bothered because he's a footballer. He wants to play and he wants to do his job. But if he doesn't, season ends, someone else comes in for him. All have same contract as what he had at Sheffield Wednesday. See you later. And then it'll all come out again. Oh, we need to give him a chance. And he did this back in 2007 and whenever he were good. Do you know what I mean? And it, Yeah, it's just that sort of player for me. G- Giles, do you think there's a player in there inside Oberhino? I know I've berated him uh, every I week. Ben, I think that's a little bit harsh, though. What you're saying there, to be honest. I, I just, I just don't, I just, I just don't like him. I think you know, for if we we're going to have a, if we we're going to bounce back up this season, and we we're going to go for it, for me, he's not the sort of player that Sheffield Wednesday needs. No, that's, no, I understand. I'm not talking about. And, and you know what? He might, he might, he might be a great person, and he might have a great personality and all that sort of stuff, and he might be a really nice bloke. Fair enough, but 90 minutes on a football pitch for me, don't do it. So he, 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 all about opinions. I completely understand. I just, yeah. I just wasn't. I just didn't agree with you saying that he he, he probably doesn't care. You know, like we don't know him, right? So I think it's a bit harsh to to just say. Oh that yeah, yeah. No, but that, that, for me, that's just what it. That's just what it looks like. Do you know what I mean? That's just from a from a from a okay. fan. That's okay. just that's just what it looks like. Do you know what I mean? That he, he don't. He looks like he's. It, he's not bothered, you know what? It? It's, it's a funny one with him because <clears> he's come with a big name. Big expectation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could argue he hasn't really been given given a chance. I don't know, Statman, how much? How many games has he played this season? How many starts? Uh, he's had five starts this season. Well, there we go. You see, so 
we, we come back to this about buyers, right? Buyers was a little bit similar in the sense of didn't play, played a little bit, then got injured, came out, people were questioning him a little bit. He got a run in the end because of injuries. And, yeah. and look what happened with buyers, right? So I completely understand what everyone's, you know, thoughts are on, on, on Berahino. But for me, I personally think, let's give him a chance, uh, give him a run of games, and let's see how he does. And then after that, let's judge him. I mean, you, you, you know look, I mean? you look these, in the last 17 games, so I'm going back to Ch- the Cheltenham game away, uh, he's featured six times, and I don't think he's even... I don't think he's registered 180 minutes of football in uh, since uh, since his last well since the start he had uh, against Lincoln. Which so he you know look, I've not been impressed with him at all this season. I I, I think he's looked well. He hasn't done much. Has he? Let's be honest. He hasn't done much, and that's why we're having this 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 debate about him. The thing is, we, we're not scoring understand. goals. We're not scoring goals, though, so we're almost like clutching at straws uh, as to like you know we play one player and we think right he's going to be you know he needs to score a goal and he doesn't score one. So then you're looking at the players that aren't playing, going, "Come on, you do something." <laughs> you know what I mean, just look. Yeah, you know. but but don't you think don't you think that if Moore was going to play him, he would have played him uh, already in the sense of Greggy's been been out for a bit now. He's the only other out and out striker, really, isn't he? And he hasn't put him in. He's put Patterson in. He's put Canberry in. He's put Mendes Lang up there. He hasn't really wanted to play to play him, has he? No. So it, you, why, why suddenly now is he going to change and, and, and put him in? Well, the only reason why he mentioned in... I can't remember where it was. I think it was before the Rotherham game and he mentioned him. I don't know if... He must have been asked about him. Um, that's normally... You know, the managers don't just come out and start start saying stuff, do they? So he must have been that, asked about him. Is that because him. the manager doesn't want to slag him off? It, he, it was his signing. He's probably trying to say that in a way to give him a bit of confidence, maybe to, to 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 get the fans off his back to say he's doing well in training and blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Could could that not be one of the reasons? It could be. I, I, I believe I believe honestly, if if Moore was going to play him, Moore would have played him a couple of weeks back. Well, yeah, he had an opportunity it, we... to put him in. He had an opportunity to put him in, and he didn't. Yeah, it's just it's just now, like I said, we're we're looking at it and we're thinking, you know, the, the players he's playing up top, they haven't worked. You know, the last two games, we all right, Wigan. Yeah, but we were talking about chances not being converted. I think that's been a, an issue the the whole the whole season, uh, really, hasn't it? You know, not converting chances. Um, I, I, just, chances I just have a hunch though, that eh? what you said. I said, but we're creating chances. We are creating chances, yeah. But there's one thing creating them, and there's another thing putting them in the back of the net. You look at Rotherham on Sunday; they created three, four chances, two shots on target, and they scored two goals. So, And they walk away with with the, with the three points, and we just say, oh, we, we played very well. Uh, but that doesn't that that win you anything, does it, at the uh, at the end of the day? I've just got a hunch that I think Berahino might start on... Well, I thought he was going to start yet last night, to be fair. Um, whether he's going to start if Gregory starts on on Saturday, I don't know. I don't know if Berahino and Gregory are the... Are the two that that would work? I'll be honest with you. I'll be very surprised if he's starting on Saturday. Me personally, Gregory be or Berahino or both. No, 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 Berahino. Well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to we'll, we'll have, have to, wait to see. yeah we'll have to wait and see. Um, I mean, we we can talk about Patterson uh, as well if uh, if we want. We've got another you know, 10, 15 minutes so, and then we'll we'll talk about the Doncaster game this weekend. Um, Dimmy, what Patterson is. Games he's been playing up front. I mean, I've I've had a look, and you know, people are saying, "Oh, he's he's, he's played all over all over the pitch and what have you." He's he's not just played up, up front. He's had thirteen 
13 games up front. He's had two on the right-hand side of midfield, two on the left, two as centre-back and one as a as a right winger. So he's played most of his games as a as a centre forward, and he's only got two goals to show from it. Like, do we are we being harsh saying that we need to see more from Callum Patterson, or are you happy with how he's been playing so far this season? I think uh, I think it's a bit harsh, mate, because you, you say 13 starts up front, but in the last kind of 10 games, how many starts up front has he had? They've he's he's been more defender and out wide, right? So. He's had no consistency. He's up played. Front, up, he played up front really. against Rotherham, Wigan, Burton. Uh, so he's played the last three games up front. All right, the last one after before that uh, was Sunderland away. Then it was Crew, uh, and then Accrington. So you know mm. he's been um, he's been in a, in and out of the side, but he's certainly played the last three games. As I'm just going to throw a curveball in there as well. <laughs> well, I love curveballs. There's been there's been, a, there's been a couple of times where he started up front, and I believe he's moved to a different position on the pitch when we've brought another striker on in a few games. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure he went into like central midfield the other day from a different position. Well, he went, well yeah, he went from uh, striker to r- right winger to to central midfielder, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, against Rotherham uh, with a with a different. Uh... I'm sure it's happened in multiple games. But anyway, sorry, sorry, Demet. I was just throwing that in there before. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, no, it's all good. No, my point was all I was going to say was that I feel like playing as a striker is quite similar um, in respect in a consistency kind of situation to to a goalkeeper. Right? If you if you were a goalkeeper coming in and out the side, you you don't get any consistency, right? And you 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 lose confidence. And I I think it'll be the same with a striker. You you play for two games, you don't score, you're out the side, and then you're back in for two games, you don't score, you're back out of side. I feel like a striker needs a solid run of five, six, seven games in the side to get that momentum going in that position without being moved around. Um Unlike other positions on the pitch, you can kind of move from uh, left back, right back into the centre or midfield, drop back. It, there's not as much of a change, right? But when you're, up, I feel like when you're up front, you need a solid run of games. And the way it's, Darren Moore's been doing it, I kind of disagree with in a, in the sense that he needs to have some consistency in the strike force, just for them to pick up the confidence, have a run of games, and, and see what they can do. Um, do you know Jimmy, what I mean? don't you think that's a bit similar to the Jordan Rhodes saga? Mm. Absolutely. When Jordan, when Jordan Rhodes, everyone was commenting, Jordan Rhodes, why is he not having a run of games? He was in for two games. He didn't score. He was out. Didn't play for five. He was back in. And I think that was the argument about Jordan Rhodes, right? Why don't we just give him a run of games and see he's a goal scorer. Let's see what he does. And it seems like that's that, that's the same sort of thing that we're, that we're talking about at the moment. Yeah, Luke, do you want to have, have, uh, have your say as well, mate? Yeah, I, I completely agree with Demi, to be honest. I think it's a little bit harsh on him. I mean, his, his, his work rate is unbelievable. You, you can't knock his, his work rate. He'll, he'll put his head in front of anything, and that's why he gets so many head injuries. Um, but the inconsistency, you know, in being dragged from you know left, right, and centre, how is he supposed to be consistent up top? And... I mean, in terms of his, his positioning, you know, you, you see a striker getting into these into these threatening positions, you know, getting in behind and um, getting in box for the you know for for the headers, and he's 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 not there in them attacking threatening positions. He's always always ends up holding up the ball out wide or on the wing, and he's he's never in those threatening positions where you know he can stick uh, you know 
nod it on and get it in back at net or, you know, or make a running in, in, in behind. And I think that's just down to, you know, inconsistency of not playing up top and kind of being led, you know, ragged from left to right. The, the, the problem is when, when you play up front, you, you get measured on the number of goals that you score. Like, you know, that, that it just is what it is. That's just the, the nature of football, isn't it? You know, you don't, it's not really about you, the assists or, all right, this, you know, some players do get, you know, say, oh, he's good at holding the ball up, etc. But it is, you know, it's, it's results-based, isn't it? And I suppose it is difficult, you know, when you're in midfield, a slightly misplaced pass still gets, you know, still gets to where it needs to go and it's not really picked up as much. Whereas a shot that goes wide time after time after time, obviously you, you, you're then just seen as a as a poor striker if, you, if you're not scoring. My... my I, th- I think it's the it's the fact that we we just you know we've, we're missing Windass, we're missing Gregory, who are two goal scorers, and the the players that have come in, all right, that they're, they're like third and fourth in some cases, fifth and sixth choice. Do you, like do you not think that you know, we've been talking about consistency there? Do you not think um, having a uh, having a squad as big as what we've got is actually a a, a bad thing? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, we've got that many players up top that they've got so many different attributes. You know, we, we've 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 never really had that full package player. You know, someone who's who's quick and getting behind, someone who can you know has got a bit of strength behind him and can uh, you know knock it in back in net from from an header. We've never had that kind of complete package player. And I think with the players that we've got at the moment, they've all got strengths, but. <laughs> You know, it's in between them all. We haven't got that kind of one player who can who can do a job, really. Yeah, um, Liam's got his hand up. I don't. He's, he's had his hand up for quite a while. I don't know if he uh, if he wants to talk or whether he's just not knocked his uh, his hand emoji off yet or not. Don't look like he wants to talk. Go on, go on, Liam, mate. What's up? Uh, what me or? Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> the, Liam, Liam OG. Um, OG Liam. No, I was just going to say. <laughs> I think, like, for example, when we did have roads, we had supposedly, you know, better quality elsewhere as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had Fletch and Rhodes and Zhao at a point and whoever and whoever. And I think at the moment it's hard, isn't it? Because, like you say, I think even if Gregory hadn't scored in five and he's fit, Gregory's playing. So yeah. he'd get that. he'd get that run. Do, do if you think he was this, out of form? Do you think this pressure, so, this pressure on the strikers, like unwanted um, pressure to score? Yeah, definitely. But that's why they get paid the most money. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's the truth. No, no, no. That's no, the but, truth. What but what I'm trying to say is, would we not have been? And I know it's too, well, I say it's too late because it looks like Gregory's coming back. Are you not better off sticking? You know, if we're staying consistency is key and all that jazz. Are you not better off sticking with? Or would we have not been better off sticking with a pair? I know Canberra got injured as well, so it's been hard. But do you know what I mean? So Gregory comes back and go right, it's Gregory and whoever, and we'll try that for three games if everyone stays fit. Well, Patterson's two goals. And see if they work together. Patterson's two goals this season have come. Wigan away and Oxford. They're both with with uh, along well against alongside. Yeah, you know, yeah. Against Wigan, he was alongside Gregory. Um, yeah. Against Oxford, he he was like in that number ten role. Well, officially. Um, so, do we do we stick do we stick with them two this this weekend? Let's get on to uh, this weekend's game. And so we we've got Doncaster on Saturday. Um, 
they sit 23rd in the in the league, uh, beat Lincoln on Tuesday night. So that's two wins in the last four. Um, obviously, you can listen to the debate sh- uh, not the debate show, that, that's this one. Uh, you can listen to the Oppo's view where I spoke to uh, a Doncaster fan who, quite frankly, I thought I thought he were going to, well, I thought he were never going to go to Doncaster game ever again when he were <laughs> when he were talking to us. He were he, he were in a, a desperate times. To be fair, uh, that was before they played the um, played Lincoln on on Tuesday. Obviously, when they got the got three points. Um, obviously, there'd be what four thousand plus fans at the Eco Power Stadium on Saturday. Um, what what's your thoughts, OG Liam, on uh, on Saturday? Like, it's just the Wednesday way, isn't it, to kind of. Slip well, up, it's up, like it? Darren Moore's old club. It's it's us. They're going to want to beat us, whatever. But we should we should slap them, shouldn't we? Let's be honest. We should steamroll them. They shouldn't, you know. I mean, I've been looking at the fixtures as well, and I think we've we've only got MK Dons and um, Wickham. Wickham that are that are above us. With all the other sides, I know obviously we we sit eighth in the league, so there's not that many teams above us. But all the other ones, and actually in the bottom half of the, the table, you know, you like to. Cambridge, Crew, um, I can't think. Gillingham, there's all there's all them teams that we've still still got to play. You know, when when we go to Doncaster away, I mean, with four thousand fans behind us, that'll probably be off off at uh, off at attendance. They've obviously gone for a for a big a big payday, giving us that many tickets. It'll feel like a home game anyway, won't it, Liam? Yeah, exactly. And it'll be tricky. It'll always, it'll be tricky. It, it might be tricky. You know, but we should we should beat him. You know, I can see it. To be honest, it's like I said with Rotherham games. To be honest, I could see it being, you know, we could hammer him, or it could just be a sneaky one nil. But I don't care as long as we win. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, when I come to you, mate, obviously, no Nathaniel Mendes Lang on Saturday. He's said to be out for four weeks ish, which will probably turn into the end of the season. Knowing knowing us, uh, how much of a miss is he going to be on Saturday? Oh, it's going to be massive. Uh, I think it's going to be it's it's huge. Um, just just because you know he's got that much he's got that much pace behind him and, and he drives at defenders, which is something that I don't think we've had for for quite a long time. Um, so I think I think we're definitely going to miss that. Um, it's, obviously, it's, 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 obviously, it looks like we'll probably be playing Johnson and Hunt. Hunt's not been doing that bad this season, has he? To be fair. No, I, I mean at, at first when he when, when he came back, you know he got a lot of stick um, for his for his performances, but he's he's, imp- he's improved. Same as same as Johnson. I know Johnson was playing out of position, um, but th- th- they've all improved uh, massively. And over the last five or six weeks, everything's just kind of clicked together, and, ev- and you know you can see it now. You know, especially at home. Um, you know, you can see the football we're playing. You can see what they're trying to do, and it, and it's flowing. It's just it's just sticking it in back at net, which which we need to do. But in terms of in terms of Donny, there's no excuses for Donny. We 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 should be putting that result to bed comfortably. I know they're going to be up for it because you know it's a derby and. Well, well, they weren't that well, up for it against Rotherham. I think got spanked four nil, um, when or for it five nil. I can't, I can't remember. It were it were a big, big defeat. Obviously, they had a big defeat against uh, Portsmouth, which all came in the second half at, at, at the weekend. So they're definitely there, there for the taking, aren't they? Um, yes, Adam, welcome to you, mate. I, uh, I'm a bit worried about Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I, I know that's it's going to be surprising to a lot of Wednesday fans, but 
Donny and Rotherham have both got a lovely little knack of being a bit of a bogey team for us when we least need it. And with the amount of injuries that we've got, with I'm guessing that their pitch is going to be just as waterlogged as ours because it's meant to be raining again tomorrow and Saturday. So it's going to be horrible conditions again. I'm I'm nervous. I just you know the squeaky bum cream meme that gets posted on Twitter quite a lot. Yeah, I've got a feeling we might be needing that. Yeah, well, you, you, you said you said that they're a bit of a bogey side. I mean, it can't be truer than that. To be fair, I mean the, the win that we got uh, at the start of the season was the first win in I think five ga- six games. Uh, five de- five consecutive defeats against Doncaster, and we'd not scored either against them in those. Uh... Yeah, so, there you go, Giles. Some stats for you there, mate. Have, have that. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. Cheers, mate. Thanks for the pat on the back. I need. I needed that. <laughs> it's it's just like you know the comments about how I mean what is it that three have they played them three times this year or and they've beaten by an aggregate score of about thirteen nil. Like, they have absolutely tonked it. But they also beat Sunderland. You know, they're not mugs. We can't we can't go into that with the stereotypical Wednesday thought process of it's going to be an easy game. And I don't know why we seem to have this mentality with some of the lower teams in the league, but we do seem to perform better against the better teams. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely no doubt about that. I mean, I don't think... We can go into it, you know, too too complacent. Does does that happen, Giles? As a as a footballer, you have to, you can admit it. You know, like when you come up against a team that's you know rock bottom, not won a game, are you? I don't want to say a little less up for it, but are, is it natural to to think they've not won all season? We're going to hammer them. Yeah, I think you're. Right. I think it can. Players can go into a game thinking, well, listen, this is going to be easy. This like. We just we should just turn up and, and roll 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 this team over, but again, it's it's not that it's not the case at all, is it? Because we know I, I agree. Is that Sorry, for the, is that for the manager to to kind of rev you up in you know in the in the dressing room? Definitely, or and the manager will say that the manager will one hundred percent say that. Um, he'll say, listen, this is going to be a tough. You, the, the way you're going to win it is by showing the right attitude because ability wise. Sheffield Wednesday are much better than Doncaster. Let's be honest. Player to play, player to play. Would would we take any of Doncaster's players right now? I, I'd be struggling to name one of their players. To be to be fair, well, Coppinger, well, but he's retired, so I can't even have that one, can I? So <laughs> he can't have that one. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. So it, it will come down to the the attitude and and the way we apply ourselves in the game. Um, and if we do that, then we'll definitely win. A hundred percent, we'll win the game. But I do agree. Who who's the person that just spoke before? Sorry. Adam, Adam. Adam, sorry, mate. Yeah, I I do agree with you, though. I do think it's a lot of people think we're just going to turn up and just, you know, and beat them. I think I'm a little bit with you where I'm a little bit nervous as well, to be honest with you, especially after them just beating Lincoln on Tuesday. They could probably going to have got a bit of confidence from that game. Um, So I don't think it's going to be as easy as what people people may think. Yeah, definitely. Ben, I'm going to come to you. Um, obviously, you know, Giles and Adam are saying that they're a bit nervous about Saturday. We're going to hammer him, aren't they? Four, four or five nil, definitely. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick a five. <laughs> um, <laughs> now that's uh, that's what my head thinks anyway. But obviously, you've got to go with your heart sometimes, aren't you? Um, but yeah, I think we've played some good football the last few games. Do you know what I mean? I think we've uh, we've played some good stuff, and if we can just keep that keep that rhythm going. Obviously, we lost 2-0 to Rotherham and, and stuff and people can say, oh, we, we played well, but like like you said, James, we lost at the end of the day. So, 
Um, we come out it with no points, but I think we we played well and we have we have played well for the last four or five games. And I think if we can just keep that going, um, we've now found that it took a long time on it to try and find that style and identity to Sheffield Wednesday season. I think these last five games we've 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 turned up, haven't we? And it's, it proves what we can do when we do turn up. So I think we've just got to keep that keep that going. If changes need to be made because players are injured, then players that come in have got to. We've got to do what guys have done previous games. Yeah, I mean, it looks like we're going to be without Hutchinson as well. Obviously, it's not being officially confirmed by the by the club. But I mean, who who do you think would would step in and and fill that void in the in the back three? Obviously, we've got Story and Palmer who are kind of nailed on to be the other two. Uh, who, who would you who would be a third one? Obviously, you've got Brennan, um, Patterson could go there. We could go back to Johnson playing at left centre half. What 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 are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it probably would be story as in middle, um, Palmer on left and, and, and Brendan on right. Like I said, whenever Brendan's played, I think he's he's done a good job. He's I've, I've not I've not felt nervous when he's been on ball or all that. So I think yeah, I think Brennan could do a could do a job at, at um, right centre back or a free and story at middle and Palmer on left. So and I won't I won't be scared of that back three. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you want Hutchinson to play every game because he's been doing fantastic, but I won't be. I won't be like nervous, should I say, with that. If if um, Ushinson weren't playing, I think them three do a good job. Yeah. Now before we uh, wrap it up, I'll come to uh, the other Liam, uh, not Liam OG, uh, and, and have your thoughts on Doncaster at the weekend. What which camp are you in? Are you in the confident camp, or are you in the this could be a, be a tricky game this weekend? I'm in the tricky game camp. I think I think it's going to be a really difficult game, given the injuries. Uh, and the fact Link Doncaster went away to Lincoln and won, they'll have some confidence there. But with us, given we we've, we've not been playing great away from home prior to us winning at Burton, so hopefully we continue with that momentum going forward. And yeah. just a bit of a and just a bit of a stat for Giles, uh, Doncaster have lost the last six games at home, so it would be typical wow. of us to go there and, and lose, right? <laughs> Well, that gives me a bit more confidence, though. I will be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, they've only uh, they've only won seven games all season and lost twenty two out, out of the thirty three games that they've played. What's our so. record like there, James? Our record what at um, at the what we were called the keep moat before. I was going to say the keep moat. Yeah. Uh, let's have let's have a look. Last time we played there, one nil. We got beat. Uh, it was one nil back in two thousand and nine. One nil. Again in two thousand and nine on on Valentine's Day, uh, and then we're going back to two thousand and uh, when's that? Two thousand four. I don't think they were, were they at the keep moat back in two thousand and four. I think that was Bellevue. With the was, that, Be- was that Bellevue? Yeah. We beat them. We beat them four nil. So I think answer your question, Giles, is we've not won there uh, at the. At well, we haven't the, played them many times then in the last. No, we've four the, years, we've, we've, years. we've played you know the, the last. The last league game was back in 2000. It was 2008, 2009, 9, 10, 13, 14, and then obviously this this year. So um, we yeah, can go, so I can go back to 1947 if you want. We beat them one nil in the uh, in Division Two back in uh, <laughs> back in 47. <laughs> if you want to go no, back I, that honestly, far, honestly, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be as easy as what people may think. No, and I think that's the that's the problem in it. Sometimes we we think we're just going to steamroll these teams. We we saw it against uh, we saw it against Gillingham. Um, that were a difficult game, you know. Crew to a certain extent, they they made it 
they made it difficult for us. Obviously, we beat them, beat them two 0 But I, I think we've got enough. I think we should, we should have enough to beat we have, them. We have got enough. It depends right, how they the come to play. Teams, I mean, they're they're, they're going to be happy with the point, aren't they? They're they're going to be delighted to pick up a point because their their points, you know, are massive when you're down near the bottom. Um, it just depends. But they're on... fighting. They're fighting for points, aren't they? That's what they're doing. They're fighting for their lives. So that's another reason why it's not going to be an easy game. Yeah, like I said, if, I think we struggle to break teams down um, when when they do put eleven men behind the ball. Obviously, we've got the added. You know, it's a bit of a local derby, um, so there's, there's going to be that. They're going to, you know, their fans are going to be up for it. They're going, they're going to want to beat us. They're going to want to turn us over. Um, you know, big old Sheffield Wednesday that, that that are coming to to little old Doncaster. So yeah, it's going to be tough. But like I said, I think we've got we've got to have enough to to turn them over. It's just I'm just worried about where them goals are going to come from. I mean, if Gregory can come back and it's a good game for him to come back into, isn't it? At the end of the day, you know, you'd like to think that. You know we're going to have some chances. I don't. I think they've conceded. Well, they've conceded sixty-three goals. They've conceded the most goals in the league this uh, this season. So you'd like to think that we're going to. But you know, if there's going to be a game for for your striker to come back in and get some confidence, it's definitely it's definitely this one. Um, right. I'm what, gonna, what I would say though. Oh, sorry, James. Yeah, go, go, I was going to say something. Go on. Yeah. What, what, sorry, before you go, I, what I would say is is if we want to get in the playoffs, these are games that we have to win. Oh, 100 percent. Like we are, we are a shadow of a doubt. I think, I think that you know, obviously, yeah, this is away from home. But like I said, win your own games. All right, draw your away games. But definitely, the the teams in the in the bottom half of the league, you know, you you cruise Gillingham's, Wimbledon's, Fleetwood, who we go to on uh, yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. You look at the run of fixtures that we've got coming up. Uh, I think we've got Charlton, uh, Burton as well. Then I think it, then I think it's. Cambridge, I think, uh, not long after that. They, they, they're all when you look at them, they all look. I don't want to say it, but they look easy fixtures. You know, we, we've not got to go to Rotherham anymore. We've we've already played Wigan twice. We've already played Sunderland, and you look at them as the big teams. You know, we've already played Plymouth as well. Um, so the, the, all the all the rest are 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 below us in the in the league. Um, right, I'm gonna uh, gonna wrap it up there. Um, thanks everyone for listening. We do really appreciate it. Thanks everyone as well that's uh, that's got involved. Again, you know, the other guys that, that make the make the show what it is. So thank you very much. Obviously we try and do these every week. Obviously it was Thursday this week because of the well the game that should have gone ahead yesterday, but it'll be back again on Wednesday at the same time of eight o'clock um obviously you can listen i've also been invited onto radio sheffield on saturday so you'll be able to hear me before the uh if you do listen to the the, the radio commentary so you can listen to me on there on there ahead of the doncaster game as well uh obviously listen to that oppo's view that went out um yesterday i think it was I hear thoughts of the doncaster fan and uh, fleetwood as well ahead of the next two games uh, and obviously we'll be back with you with the Talk, well, hopefully talk about a win on uh, on Monday for you. So thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you all uh, next time. Thank you. Cheers, Rob. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.